Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome. I am so excited that you're joining me here today. I know after you listen to this, you are going to have your eyes open because these are the things that I didn't know when I was struggling with losing weight. So today I'll talk about and talk about what just might be causing your scale to be bouncing up and down. And one of the things that I learned in my journey with the weight loss and losing 110 pounds is these couple things. So we're going to go into a couple. So the first one is you, you know, we all believe that all we have to do is find, you know, that, that diet, one of the diets that are telling us exactly what to eat. And so you may, you know, hear from other people, hey, the keto diet works or the paleo diet works or the vegetarian or whatever it is. So we get on that diet because everybody's saying, well, this worked for me. We get on it. We're following it. And you may be following it to a T. You may be, may be doing that. And I know I did that. But then the, the scale's bouncing up and down and you're really frustrated, feeling like, well, you're doing it, you're following it, and it's not working. And you end up giving up. And I know, like I said, I've seen this so many times in my past, this is what happened with me. And I wanna, what I wanna share with you is there's an, it wasn't your fault. It's not your fault. What's happening is, is you're following this diet they're telling you the foods that you need to eat, you should eat. You're looking to somebody outside yourself to help you lose weight, which not a bad thing per se. But then that means you're not paying attention and focusing on what you need, what your body needs. Yeah, we need a general idea of what good healthy foods is. But if we're following somebody else's diet, what we should eat to a T, that means we're not paying attention to what actually is right for us. That's what I work with my clients on is, yeah, okay, a diet's good. It you know, gives you an idea of what healthy food is. But then let's get back to, okay, when I eat these foods, what happens in my body? How do I feel? Is this the right food for me? What I teach is there is no bad food. So the diets tell you the bad foods, right? But what my philosophy is, there's a, the only bad food is what you don't like and what's not good for your body. So why I talk about this today is I had a, I'm giving you my example. So this week I um, came up that I, on Sunday, for brunch, my husband was making breakfast and he, you know, cooked up bacon, he cooked up eggs, he made toast and, and cut up some fresh tomatoes from our garden. Side note, he, this is his new hobby for the last two years. He starts these tomatoes inside the house and then he moves them outside, right? We restart our tomatoes from scratch. 
last two years, he grew a hundred plants. Had to give a lot away, but so we have a lot of tomatoes. I do a lot of things with my tomatoes. I make salsa, I uh, freeze them. And this year, actually, I'm making tomato. I made tomato powder. I'll share with you how it worked out and if I if it actually, you know, does work to be used. Anyways, let's get back to it. So he made this beautiful brunch and toast. Toast to me is something that is a comfort food. I grew up having a lot of struggles growing up and my mom baked and the bread. So I have this association, bread, I love bread. The sight of it, the smell of it just brings up a desire to have it. But my association, it's not the bread I'm wanting. The association is when I had the bread growing up, it it comforted me in those moments. So yeah, sometimes when I see bread, it triggers that. But I know that it's not the bread I need. But I'm human. That morning, the bread, the toast was there. And my brain was sending out, because it always does. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. I used to have these all the time. And they're still there. They don't just totally go away. But normally what happens when my brain starts telling me, ah, just one piece, have one piece. You'll be fine. Give it a try. It will be okay. Normally, I listen to my brain and I'm like, yeah, no. You know what happens. But no, I listen to my chatty brain all good. I don't beat myself up. And I had the toast. All good and fine, but it's actually quite funny because while I was eating it, I, that little back brain of mine, that little brain was saying, not little back brain, the part of my brain that's really like the thinking, the realistic brain was saying, you know, really, like this isn't that great. Do you really want it? But I override that and went on and finished it. Then a couple of days later, we were having fajitas. With fajitas, you have a wrap. So my husband goes out, he bought the whole wheat tortilla shells, like the soft ones. I normally make myself a cauliflower wrap, so I make it from scratch. But in that moment, my brain brought up, you know, it's easier, have it. You don't wanna take the time to make your, crust, your cauliflower crust, just, it's no big deal. So I had, one of the whole wheat flour um, uh, wraps. And all of a sudden, this morning, not all of a sudden, this morning I get on the on the scale and the scale's bouncing around. Like it's bounced around the last few days. But it was like low yesterday and all of a sudden today, it's like three pounds up. And I'm like, whoa, the only thing different in the last four days was I had these two things. And it's not that I had more calories because I don't count calories. I had a big light bulb moment in that, in that moment in the shower. Shower is where everything comes and pops in my head. I had a light bulb moment. Karen, the bouncing around on the scale, you've been feeling also, so the scale's bouncing around, you've also been feeling bloated all week, foggy headed, my stomach's just been like distended and sore and I've been feeling more tired and hungrier. It's because of what you ate, like light bulb moment. And I want to share with you, I'm human. I didn't put those together, even though I figured this out for a long time now, but I didn't. I was, I was busy working, dealing with things in life with my kids. 
my brain wasn't in that place of, of correlating the two. I didn't correlate how I felt, what was going on in my body was due to what I ate. And I want to share with you like how I came to figuring this out in my life was in my days of losing the weight, how I started losing weight was I stopped the dieting. I stopped the all or nothing. What I did was I started right where I was at. However, I was eating when I wasn't on a diet. That's how I started. And one of the things that I ate was bread. So I didn't stop the bread because now I know eating bread, processed flour can do something to our body. But back then, if you told me stop eating the bread, I wouldn't have listened to you. So I start where I was at. I had the bread and it was white, sometimes whole wheat. But as I ate it, because now I'm learning, like I'm paying attention to my body. This is so important here, mindfulness. Because this is about not, not doing something from something else outside of us. It's doing things from inside of us. So I ate the bread. And I felt really heavy. Like I really started paying attention. When I ate bread, this is how I felt. So then I thought, okay, I'm going to change it up a bit. So that's what I talk about with losing weight. We level up. How can we make it better? 1% better. So then I thought, okay, I'm going to go to more of a healthier bread. It's got the seeds and everything in it, flax seeds, sunflower seeds. You know, let's do that one. And I ate it and it didn't really feel that much different. So then I'm like, okay, what can I do differently? So then I went to gluten-free bread and I like this felt bread. Actually, it had a good flavor. I really enjoyed it. My kids actually really enjoyed it from this one bakery. And I ate it. And for a few years, I actually felt better in my body. But what I want you to know too, is what feels good now might not feel good two or three years down the road. And that's what happened with me. So I ate this bread for a few years was good. Then I noticed the scale was bouncing around again. I did nothing different, nothing at all, eating the same, but the scales bouncing up and down. And so I knew, okay, that's what happened last time. Yes, it was the heaviness, but yes, the scale bounced. So cut it out. And guess what? That bouncing around stopped. So now I go back, remember, to that last week. That's what I want you to know is we have to look at becoming a scientist, like paying attention. How does it feel? So yeah, I went a little numbed out, distracted for those four days, but I pulled back like, hey, Karen, this is what you found. This is what was happening. So it's really about, I want you to look, that number on the scale is just data. In my past episodes, I've talked about this. Go back and listen to it. And I really, this is one of the things we work on in my program, is learning where how to lose weight in a weight that you start now, and then we start leveling up, start paying attention. How can we make things 1% better? Are they working for us? The other thing that I want to talk about is why your scale might be bouncing around is, is there emotional eating going on? Because if emotional eating going on, like, yeah, you can follow that diet, but I know for a lot of us, are we being realistic on, are you really following that diet? So you, I, 
I want you to first not having, I, like, as I was just saying, let go of following that diet. And I want you to look at, okay, yeah, you're following a diet. I want you to stop the dieting and then start focusing on, I have emotional eating going on. It doesn't matter what the diet tells me to eat. If I've got emotional eating going on, I'm the skill is going to go bounce up and down. And what emotional eating is, and I talked about these on past episodes, there's two reasons why we eat is we're eating from physical hunger, meaning our body needs the food and from emotional hunger. There's a couple other hungers, but in this episode, we're going into these two emotional hunger, meaning there's something going on in our life. We have a thought which creates the feeling and a feeling is the chemical electrical vibration in our body doesn't feel good and we're we know no other way and so we turn to food or it could even be alcohol but I'm talking about food today food and we're using the food to numb out deny or avoid that feeling that's going on in our body so no matter what diet you're following and I want you to stop the dieting but if that is and you've got emotionally eating going on you're not going to lose that weight. That scale's going to bounce up and down. You could follow that to, you know, to a T, but then you've got that little bit of emotional eating going on. Are you being honest with yourself? That's happening. When you look at that number on the scale, that's the biggest thing. And I don't want you beating yourself up. It's really about paying attention. The other thing with emotional eating is remember I talked about the processed flour and also sugar does the same thing to our body. So when we emotionally eat, we don't eat broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, plain old chicken breast. We eat the processed flour and sugar foods. So knowing that, that's going to cause a problem in our body because when we eat those foods, it spikes our insulin. And then when it goes up, it drops. We have, we want to eat more. We crave more. We, we have that desire to eat more, but also desire also is coming from those foods create a dopamine hit in your body. It's that feel-good hormone. It wants you to eat more. It wants you to keep eating because it feels good. You want that feeling. So we need to get that emotional eating in check if we want to stop having that, that scale bounce up and down. And this is something that my program is focused on so much because that was what caused my struggle with losing weight. I was a fantastic dieter. I could follow those diets to a T at most times until the emotional eating came along. And if this resonates with you, if you're an emotional eater, or if you're not like paying attention and not understanding sure, not sure how to pay attention to that body of yours, then please reach out to me. You can reach out at Karen at KarenShibble.com or on Instagram and Facebook. And we can go into, like we can get on, on a call. We can talk about it. But also too, if you really find this helpful and you know other people that are struggling, please, please share it with them or please write a review because the more reviews I have, the more people this gets out to, the more people that hear it. So what I want you to, what I want to leave you with is first off, there's nothing wrong with you. You're normal. You have not been shown any other way. And also too, you are worth putting the work and effort in into figuring this all out. 
So have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week.